0: Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of the mums that meet podcast today i have a special episode with it being father's day this sunday i have my first dad featuring on the mums that meet podcast and luckily for me it is my husband cecil aka ses um yeah most of you guys probably know him as Sess, but his name is actually cecil um so Sess, what i usually say to the mums is to give a little intro of themselves and i guess thank you for joining me as well today Thank you for
1: having me thank you um
0: but yeah give a little intro to anyone who doesn't know you
1: yeah so as you mentioned my name is cecil a lot of people just refer to me as Sess because it's quite easy i guess <laughs> yeah um but yeah um so yeah father three uh, three boys, married to a uh, woman called Priscilla.
0: Oh, she sounds
1: great already. She's not bad actually. She's not, <laughs> bad. She's not bad. She's not bad. She's not bad. She's quite amazing. But yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, I'm a photographer, videographer, all round digital content creator. Yes, you are. Um. Yeah, that's about that's about it really.
0: Yeah, I mean, when really you say that's about it really, it's so much <laughs> not. I mean, so much not. It's definitely not. There's so much more to you, but. <laughs> I mean, I guess everyone's going to get to know their major man that I know today through this podcast.
1: (laughs) Hopefully. Well, thank you.
0: No, and honestly, thank you again for joining me and being the first dad to feature on the podcast. I'm honoured. Thank you. I'm going to treat him like he's not my husband. So I'm going to ask him questions as if... Well, you are a man, but I'm asking you questions as a man. And I want you to answer honestly as a dad and not that it's your wife actually questioning you.
1: Okay, I'm quite excited.
0: Okay, good. So... I'm just going to get straight into it. Okay, let's go. Did you always want to be a dad?
1: Definitely. Definitely, I mean, growing up in a big family, I think, like, around my mum and dad and my brothers and sisters, I think that's just something you've become accustomed to. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. I would say, yes, 100%. Yeah.
0: Because, you know, like, for women, it's like... Yeah. I've asked this question to mums, and they're like, yeah, like, from when I was five, from when I was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. always known I wanted I just, to be a mum. To be mom. fair, it's
1: crazy. I think... It's not something that I would actively think about growing up, but mm. it was—it's so embedded in me that it was normal.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, like that's where yeah, you get you'll to. You get eventually. to. You'll do, yeah, like, yeah. eventually
1: you get to a stage where you are a father. Yeah, and you yeah. are married, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: Okay, so okay, so you always wanted to be a dad, but what about when you actually knew you was going to be a dad? What was your reaction?
1: Well, so we're getting straight into <laughs> we're it. We're going straight into it. <laughs> oh gosh, well. So this, that part, I guess, so for me personally, is like I, I, I always look back at when I was, I was first initially told it's going to be a dad, obviously, because it wasn't the best of circumstances if I'm being complete with, you know, my journey. Obviously. Yeah,
0: and to put it to people out there, Seth yeah. does actually have a son from a previous relationship, so that would yeah. have been the first time that he found out he was going to be a dad.
1: So yeah, for me, becoming a dad, it was quite an awkward situation. So yeah. um, with my ex-partner, um, yeah. my first son's mum, um
0: I guess to probably give like a quick story. So, yeah, I, <laughs> so guess I see it's you're a bit, struggling to bit. Be, yeah, because like, without, without, without context, it's so like yeah, hard to. Like, basically, so you broke up from your ex partner. Correct. But then, after you guys broke up, you found out she was pregnant. Yeah. So. so, it wasn't really the best situation for either of you guys, I guess. Exactly. So, so we,
1: we've kind of both gone our separate ways.
0: And me and you had yeah. just started, just got together. Exactly. When we found, well, when we knew exactly, that she was exactly. having a baby. So, exactly.
1: Yeah. For me it was like more of like one it was a shock to the system it wasn't exactly at the time good news yeah yeah because we had both gone our separate ways um and now i've just sort of been told i'm going to be a dad mm. and it was quite upsetting because I've, I've always wanted that moment to be a special moment one mm-hmm. that i'd probably cry and be joyful in yeah, yeah. but it, it was met I, I met that that news with quite a bit of terror like, i was scared i was like what like
0: yeah yeah
1: i'm gonna be a, are we going to be happy? So, like, straight away, I was thinking about I'm going to be co parenting. Yeah, yeah. And at some stage, he's, this kid is going to have a stepmom or stepdad. Like, straight away, like, without even. Before you to even be get to enjoy yeah, anything about yeah, it. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that kind of did ruin my experience in that sense, if being completely honest. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. And I guess because of, like, we're saying, after that, mean you. Then found out we was having twins. Exactly, yeah. What exactly. was that, six months later? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. do you know what I mean? So did have an easy ride exact, into fatherhood, nah, did you? No, nah, no, nah, <laughs> nah. God was not playing games. <laughs> no. <Nah.
1: laughs> so, like, again, that that initial um encounter with obviously becoming a dad had a knock-on effect. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it was so close when obviously we fell pregnant with the twins. Again, like, it was fantastic news, but it was like, I was so scared. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because, of
1: course... Um, just kind of going through obviously um, my ex obviously having to trying to get over that in but your yeah. head and then having to deal so with like, this so I'm going to be a dad okay cool I've gone from like you know being this guy young guy now I'm about to be a dad to one which is like okay cool scary but you know what okay we'll, we'll get we'll get through this <laughs> yeah and then six months later oh by two the way more. here oh god by the way here's <laughs> two more so a father of three in like less than 12 months do you a know year. what I mean within a year so yeah definitely didn't have it easy that's definitely crazy. but at the same when I look back I think it's been it's been such a main part of my growth as yeah. a dad as a guy as a human being so yeah, yeah. I wouldn't change it to be fair
0: and I totally agree obviously I knew you before and i know known you after and yeah. I think it definitely has made you and I think one thing that probably did help you although it would have been hard for you. as so you was the first out of all your friends oh, to have yeah, a yeah, child. Yeah. That
1: was hard as well. That's definitely a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not having anyone to turn nah, to and so. Nah. so what was
0: that like for you?
1: Again, like a scary time because like I've gone from like being able to just like have friends around me all the time, have similar like interests, sim- going through a similar stage of life. Yeah. Um, Always being able to kind of talk to someone about whether like a girl you fancy or whatever it may be or like where we're going to go for drinks. Yeah. To like, I'm now having children like not even just one I'm having three children <laughs> <laughs> yeah like no one in my social group could relate to what I was going through yeah
0: yeah and I
1: don't think even now can relate mm. Um, but I mean lucky for me I mean God did place certain people in my life that were always there for me and are still there for me yeah so that's that was quite helpful
0: so that's kind of helped you to kind yeah. of get through what about like I guess if anybody is listening who's like who is a man yeah and they're the same situation, about to have a baby. None of their friends are having kids. Ooh. What would you kind of suggest Ooh. for them to do?
1: That's a tough one. I, I even at this stage still couldn't have. I don't have a straight answer. Yeah. Um. But what I okay for me. I I, mean, I can only talk on the personal experience. So for me, because it was such a fearful thing, like becoming a dad and like not having the answers. Yeah. And obviously, my dad wasn't really around because he felt ill. Actually. Yeah. Like I said, that's a that's a story for another day, but. He wasn't around due to health reasons um, so from a young age, since so I was like, what, I think like,
0: year 10, it year was wasn't 10. It? So, what's that, about 15? 15. 15,
1: yeah. Um, so, not really having that male figure around kind of just left me not knowing exactly what I should and shouldn't be doing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, I kind of was scared basically to get stuck in. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to kind of commit to like being a dad because I was scared that if I was going to do it wrong, I don't know what I should be doing. But once I actually finally got around to you know accepting this is my life, this is what God's plan is for me, yeah, and I just yeah. stepped up to the plate. Thing just things just started falling into place. Yeah, yeah. When I, when I started taking ownership for okay, cool, this is what this is, this is your situation. Yeah, you have two choices: you can either step up to the plate and be the guy, be the dad, and be around and kind of be hands on, mm-hmm. or you can kind of run away from. Your, your troubles or you want to, do you know what I mean yeah yeah run away from it so once I made that decision to actually step up and kind of just say cool like, I know this is tough I know I don't have anyone around me to help but I'm going to make this work like it was all, yeah it was like a switch like everything mm-hmm. just started coming together so I think my advice for anyone kind of going through anything similar would be to just face your fears head on yeah yeah it sounds like yeah everyone probably saying the same thing but there's no magic word I, I can't mm-hmm. say oh I'll go read a certain book or like if anything, I'd say try as hard as you possibly can to like, like re- um, reach out to people outside of your circle. So if you got if you've mm-hmm. got if you haven't got any friends that are going through fatherhood or anything like that, try and look, I don't know try and look at see if you if you can like,
0: I guess social media and all yeah, that these days.
1: Exactly and... that. That's why I love Instagram. That's, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean that's exactly it. I've come across so many dads now that I've met in person that I just learned from by mm. like what, reading their captions or talking to them on the phone or meeting them in person. Yeah. Friends yeah. that I would have never never come across if it wasn't for Instagram, so
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I think one thing I I like that you said there as well is like how the main reason why it was so hard to deal with was actually fear. Because yeah. I think sometimes like as women we actually have to like, we have to deal with it. there's no running away. Yeah, 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 and yeah, sometimes absolutely. it can kind of feel like the guy or the father wants to run away because I don't know, they don't care yeah. or something like that. When it's actually, I do care. I care so much, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and the thing, yeah, yeah. this is a defence mechanism, actually. And that's the thing. That's and that's,
1: the, that's the one thing I've learned as well growing up. I think everyone deals with fear differently. Yeah. So when I get scared, for example, I, in the past, I would probably tend to run away from whatever that fear is. Mm-hmm women and maybe other men with a different personality would face fear by tackling it head on. Head on, on yeah, like yeah. straight, like, this is <laughs> I like need a- to talk about this more, yeah. what we do, li- How we dealing with it? Probably, like, my, like, my like, siblings would probably say it a lot, like, I bury my head in the sand. That's <laughs> yeah. one thing I probably did do growing up. And that was, again, because of just fear, like, not knowing what's going on around me, mm. not wanting to ask certain questions to get the answer that I know is inevitable I don't want to hear, for example. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, now that's... So... Okay, obviously unfortunately the way your first pregnancy came about, it wasn't the best situation, but I guess for us we was together. So you did get the opportunity to actually see the pregnancy and probably, yeah. like oh, yeah, be yeah, yeah, involved yeah. in like the pregnancy stages. So although like it's the woman that carries the baby and stuff, do did you ever feel like left out or anything because like you're not involved in that process I guess to a certain extent?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, in in a sense, you mean like, for example, like when, when we're talking about like hospital appointments. And stuff
0: yeah, like, like hospital appointments, like feeling kicks. Like, do you did you still like get to, I guess, build the momentum up and like feel like you was getting the love and yeah, all that yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, even though you wasn't actually the one carrying the baby, baby. Yeah, sense, no. Yes and no.
1: I think again that comes down to the individual. Yeah. I felt like. If, if I wanted to, I could have been kept on the sideline the whole entire time mm. and no one would have like questioned, questioned it, it. Mm-hmm. or no one would have even cared yeah, like, whether yeah. or not I'm involved enough or not. But being able to be around yeah. for the pregnancy and be able to like, go to appointments and actually ask questions and speak to the nurses and speak to midwives and be kept in the loop, yeah. the more I kind of showed my willing, my want to kind of be involved and mm-hmm. understand the process nurses and even you had no choice but to include me as, yeah do you know what yeah I mean? yeah but i can definitely see where for example like by god's grace like, i was able to be around there because i wasn't for example working at the time mm-hmm. oh, do you yeah, what I mean? yeah. so that that played a, a big part of it. straight away i saw like okay okay cool like a lot of men go through this stage of life and they're never really there not because they don't want to be there but because they're at work mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah, yeah so they might they get time off like for maternity or paternity it's Uh, only two weeks it's only two weeks but in terms of like the actual process of being pregnant going to um, appointments and stuff it's not like even if they do come to appointments it's probably like okay cool I'll like get an hour off work or two hours off work Mm. go to the appointment and maybe go back to work or either way their their attention is divided between work and the pregnancy yeah yeah whereas again going back to God's favour like he put me in a position where I was able to be there like fully fully present yeah
0: yeah yeah it's true and even
1: that helped me build my character to be able to kind of face co-parenting even more
0: mm-hmm.
1: because of course i wasn't there at the stage where
0: throughout the pregnancy uh, yeah stage. my
1: first son's um mom went through what she went through i wasn't there so i didn't get to kind of see the emotional side of it or whatever mm-hmm. she went through but going through it with um Yourself and the twins mm. straight away, it kind of gave me that understanding of what I she went through exactly, more. yeah, and helped me kind of go back to that situation. But calling, you know, so, like there's a few mistakes were made. Mm-hmm. Let's make this work, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, so,
0: yeah. And that makes sense. That makes sense. And I guess, you know, it's so true, men do kind of have the luxury if they wanted it's not really a luxury i guess but they have the chance to sit on the edge because like say we go to the appointments and they're just talking they're to just me talking they're not even you. talking to nah. the father they don't really but i guess
1: i like, I'd throw i'll try to throw in like a little <laughs> joke here and there but like, <laughs> yeah so mum i'm like oh, dad's here too by the way like i'm here as well like yeah. and, they, and that was another thing like they refer to you as mum a lot like which is obviously you're about to be a mum but they never refer to dad or they might be like so is Dad coming today or like? Well, yeah. Why wouldn't dad Because be I guess today?
0: they don't know as well. Is this even Dad? Because there's probably so many scenarios yeah, where that's not even Dad. So true, they true. don't even know. So I guess okay. So what about when the early stages of mm. the twins being born? Because you was there for that a lot. Yeah. Um, what was that like adjusting to father- adjusting to fatherhood? Um, do you feel like that came easy to again, you? Yeah, was you scared it, or anything? No, I was
1: more excited than scared. Yeah. Um, but I. Again, yeah, you know you do hear like oh like when you, for example like you don't have a child, right? And you're around your friends who do have children.
0: Oh yeah. And you're
1: like, I don't know how you do this and then they they said they'll probably say to you, Oh, trust me, when it's yours you'll switch on. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, No, I like, it's impossible. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. As soon as they like as soon as they landed in this in this world, Daddy Seth was born.
0: Yeah, yeah, it just click straight it away. Just click
1: straight away, especially with obviously how the twins came about obviously we mm-hmm. had um a plan C section yeah yeah so obviously you were out of the action
0: yeah you work. you did like a lot those yeah. first few, two weeks
1: exactly so again maybe not even having a choice yeah 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 but I was, it kind of helped me and, and and gave me the opportunity to, to step up to the plate and be the hands-on dad that i wanted to be yeah yeah
0: so, yeah okay now that makes sense that does make sense and i guess so there's this thing like I guess you're a hands-on dad. Mm. And like, I say that with speech marks because <laughs> I don't know why it's called hands-on nah, dad. Like, I yeah. guess dads should just be hundred percent hands-on and should be like mums. It should be a teamwork. Yeah. But I guess, obviously, there is scenarios where that can't happen. But I guess in the case, even where mum and dad isn't in the house, it yeah. still seems that dads doesn't have to be Hands, hands on, on. Yeah. and I, I remember in the early stages, like after obviously the c section healed and stuff, yeah, you'd be doing stuff. and My mum would be like, Silla, like, why are you letting him do yeah. that? Yeah,
1: but again, that just comes down to like the old mentality. The true, like, again, it comes down to maybe culture, yeah, yeah, for and sure, for like, sure. I understand where that statement comes from because it's like traditionally, the man's obviously like, if for example, I speak from an African, African culture or African yeah. household, the man goes out to work, he comes home. And he just put, puts food On the table
0: Mm-mm. They're not even allowed In the room I think When they're given birth And all that stuff I Is think it? Traditionally okay, Yeah I think so okay.
1: So that's, that's where We For example that's where we, like In my household That's what I kind of Saw growing up mm-hmm. Like I didn't really Ever see my dad As the hands on dad mm-hmm. He was never in the house Because he was, was working Yeah yeah But then when it was time For like bills to be paid Or food to be made Or bought He was there, there. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then when it was time for like nappies to be changed or for me to be bath mummy was there, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So growing up, I guess everyone has that idea that yeah, mums do this and dads do this, but I've I've never really agreed with it. If I'm being completely honest, so.
0: So you always knew in your head that you maybe you wasn't gonna take that role.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say always. No, I wouldn't say always in my head. No. But I've always had, I've always questioned it. Growing up, okay, it just yeah, never yeah. seemed right. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Do you know what I mean? That like, there was such a split in in terms of parenthood. Like mum mum would do this, and dad would do this. Yeah, it yeah, just didn't make sense to me. I've always just kind of saw marriage or a relationship as a as a as a team for a partnership for yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, that makes
1: sense. So, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah.
0: So what about like so? Because I know a lot of mums, especially in the early stages and all that stuff, they get. Obviously, because we're all obsessed with the babies. We get a bit selfish. We want to do everything. We don't want... Even if we want help, we're not asking for it and stuff. Yeah. But is there anything that you'd say to a dad that wants to get a bit hands-on but don't really know how to, like, go about it? How
1: to go about it. Um, I would say...
0: And even maybe if they're not even newborn, because obviously yeah, there's the toddler stage and all that stuff, but, like, how can they just make themselves a bit more known, a bit more, you
1: know, involved. I'd say, I'd say start with the small things, the things that you probably think won't make a difference.
0: Yeah.
1: Like I'll, I'll take it for example, do you remember, I don't know if you remember, but there's a point where I was obviously kind of falling into that trap because of course this is how our, our life works, where what's paternity. Is it paternity, right? For men. That's what they call it. Yeah. Right? Paternity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been what, two years now, but yeah, paternity <laughs> is done now and I'm, I'm back at work. Mm-hmm. So automatically like a switch is like, been triggered yeah and that whole lovey-dovey hands-on dad is no longer that I'm back at work back now. at
0: work yeah, yeah yeah so I'm
1: leaving the house at like half seven quarter to eight and getting back about quarter to what was it quarter to six or
0: quarter to seven
1: yeah about seven o'clock so automatically I'm back in that trap where I'm like I'm not really around anymore so I used to get home and I used to see you were quite stressed out and tired and I remember just like kind of feeling helpless because mm-hmm. i was like i don't really know how to help like when i get back the boys are sleeping basically
0: yeah yeah so like
1: i, I can't come home on my lunch break or to help out so <laughs> yeah so i remember i don't know if I remember i actually i actually asked you said so if there's one thing i could do yeah. to make your life easier when i get back from work what would it be
0: yeah
1: and then you said um if i if if i could do bath time yeah i don't yeah. remember yeah i do a little bit yeah so i made a conscious effort to get home that little bit earlier to take over yeah before you had to think about doing the bath time so, awesome. I, so I, just to make sure that that's one less thing for you to worry about yeah yeah because okay. I think I could have tried to figure it out by myself but that's the whole point about being in a partnership I can talk to you and kind you of get the answer straight it. I could try and maybe like pretend like I know what it is you need help in but mm-hmm. just open up and just be like hey I can see you're stressing out I can see you're taking on like too much of the load what is it I can do to help? How can just I help? ask.
0: Yeah. And I guess for mums, because to be fair, it's probably is more women listening to this, that's maybe how you can even put it to your partner. Yeah. Like, this one thing would really help my day. Yeah. Do you mind helping me yeah. by doing this? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And hopefully that might help. Because I know, like, people will say to me, oh, my God, you're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> but even so that, I don't love. like hearing that. I just don't, I don't like I've, hearing it But either. at the same
1: time, I've never, I've never, like, pulled I'm, anyone up on it? Yeah, account. because I fully understand it. Yeah, like yeah. it's it, this whole hands. Like a lot of like millennial dads and new dads now they hate that stigma, mm-hmm. but they need to understand that that growing up that was that was that's the, the model was. of how household works. Yeah, yeah. Like I could be completely wrong. People li- might be people listening to this now thinking, no, you're wrong. Like my parents are old school, but they always work together, and that's great. But on a personal level, I've never seen that, and the, the culture and the society I've been r- raised in. Yeah is accustomed to that that whole divide and conquer yeah no that's true i go and do this you go and do this
0: yeah it's true okay so let's take it back a little bit so you became a dad to three children in one year correct now obviously you already know everybody that's listening already know i lost my identity becoming mom to the twins what was it like for you, like, See, your identity? This is what,
1: like... I, I've, I've loved, like, watched your journey I'm being completely like used to, of course, to, like, going through... I kind of witnessed you losing your identity, and even that was a struggle for me to understand what, you, what it was you are going through. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was a blessing to kind of, like, be able to have that communication, You and understand what it is you're going through, and help you through that. Yeah. But it was, it was crazy. I found it hard to understand what it, what it was you're going through, because I was kind of in reverse. Yeah, yeah. So, prior to fatherhood... Like, I had just been living, like, a a happy-go-lucky life. Like, you know, school, college, or sixth form, university. Out, doing my thing with, 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 like, friends, my boys. Like, living, like, a normal teenage, early (laughs) 20s, whatever, kind of lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not really having any purpose. Just living, just, like, having fun. Doing things you do as a young guy, whatever dating, whatever it is, mm. but not like not doing anything with your intention or purpose. purpose, yeah, yeah, and as soon as I became a dad, like like small things just started making sense, yeah, but yeah. Like, I just started to I just started to like recognize what it was I was actually good at, like my hobbies and what I was a talented at my gifts were yeah, yeah, and then I started to like understand like why. I get up in the morning, like why, why I go now. to this. Yeah, yeah. But like, like before, prior to kids, i would be like oh, prior to family about like, I hate this job. I don't know why I even do this job. But then it's, then it was like I know exactly why I'm in the office <laughs> at nine o'clock. Yeah, and yeah. why I'm here till six. I get it. Like it, may, I, I have a reason to do it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So like I started to become.
0: Yeah. Cess. I really so it was started actually to actually literally the opposite. It was the making of you. it yeah. Gave you a like, purpose. People even
1: started recognizing like yeah like Cess Mm -hmm. Cess is good at X Cess does this yeah yeah and Cess like but I wasn't doing it because I wanted to it just felt like I was walking yeah Yeah. so like I found it very like very hard to understand like you were losing your identity when
0: I was gaining mine and I think for me it was so hard to even watch that because like for me it was it was a a bittersweet thing because I think prior to Um, us having the twins and your other son come in it was like you had all this fear you had all this worry and then it's like okay great all the kids are here and we're actually flourishing it's actually going well but I feel like... I don't feel like I'm going well. But mm. I'm happy that you're going well. But I would even... I'd envy that you... You're so you, you're so good at photography. You're so good at videography. You're so... You know what you're good at. You're working on it and all this stuff. Yeah. So it was... It, I'm not going to lie. It was, was quite hard for me to actually be like... I just didn't get it. I was yeah, like, "What's yeah, going yeah. on? Here? What's and it was, going it on?" It was hard
1: for me to understand it, but then like we did, obviously.
0: Like, yeah, we, up, we t- yeah. took a lot of communication, and I guess for anyone's listening, and I guess they're in the same situation or similar. It did have. To, it took a lot of hard conversations, a I lot, think, yeah. and a lot of crying, yeah. <laughs> a lot of um, honesty. Yeah,
1: because it got to the point where like I I'd, I'd be really like tr- like I felt like I was fl- flourishing.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then I
1: felt like you weren't. I wasn't getting the love from you. Like, like all the, the words, the affect the, the that, what's the word? Like the, um, the confirmation Efection. that it says you're doing really well. It, yeah, was, it yeah. was more met like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do your thing. I hear you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. looks good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you know what's so funny is I feel like to me, I thought I was hiding it. I didn't think that mm. it was coming across. As obvious, that, like, as obvious as it was until obviously we had certain conversations. I'm not gonna lie, I'm sitting there thinking, raw, oh, like, he actually worked out <laughs> because I thought this is. I was like, I, I just don't get me. it.
1: Like, you're not showing me no love. But then it was like, now, we're like, look, it makes so much sense. Like, when yeah. we, hit, and that's the thing, I think the most important thing throughout this whole process has been the communication part of it. 100%. Like, you being able to communicate how you feel and what, how my act, my actions make you feel, my flourishing makes you feel yeah, in yeah. a time of where you felt like you were doing the complete opposite.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think especially as well, like being a mum, yeah. it does kind of feel like my life is affected more. But I think, obviously, once again, me and you have communicate, open line of communication so we can actually speak more. Mm. And I think it's not that it doesn't affect you, but at the time, we dealt with it differently. Differently, yeah, yeah. So that's especially why... Especially where, know,
1: like, for example, like you're like... I, I'm not going like, to I like, I don't know. You can't get away from the fact, like, that naturally the mum does take on a lot more. Yeah, naturally, yeah, right? yeah. Especially, so, for example, like, my argument used to be, like, yeah, well, I do go to work, though, like, and it is stressful. Mm-hmm. But even then like, I started to, like, look at it differently. Like, yeah, I get to like leave the house. But realistically, like, on weekends when I'm at home with the boys the whole, like, the, uh, Saturday and Sunday,
0: mm.
1: you see how stressful it is and then you start to realise that commute that you really hate, it's actually a haven. Like <laughs> yeah, it's a that, a one, break. that one hour commute into London. Yeah, yeah, it's long and you don't want to do it, but that's that time when you get to just chuck your your head your um, headphones in, mm. listen to a podcast, listen to music, listen to nothing. Just listen to like the traffic go past, and that's like therapy in its own. But you don't realize it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't realize how lucky you are because you just maybe fixated on, like, the fact that you hate commuting as opposed to, like, realising that you're actually lucky to get a break. Yeah,
0: to get a break. I think even for us, I'm not going to lie, I feel like you got it, but it wasn't until I went away that time. Remember when I went to um, Portugal? Yeah. (laughs) And then you you had to be the twins on your own for a month, for a month, sorry, for a a weekend. (laughs) And although, yeah, at at that point you was helping a lot, but I feel like... It was you a... still, We still would have, like, little tensions. Where remember even one time we was going out and you didn't help. And then you was angry at me because we was uh, late and yeah. all that so stuff. that was
1: the biggest lesson for me. I don't know if you want to even go into that, but yeah.
0: But no, well, yeah, so basically the situation was... And to be fair, I, I would not be surprised as bare parents... As yeah, happy no, 100%. But we're, like, running late to go somewhere. And instead of Seth to help... He's maybe get he's getting frustrated and he's getting angry and so then I'm
1: like, like, what it was yeah. So we had a reservation, uh, for Sky Garden. Garden, yeah. Sky Garden right. and obviously if you've got, if you've been there, you know you can like book thirty minute slots for
0: free. Yeah. So I had booked like tickets for the whole family to go there at a certain time. Um, I think... No, but wait, just to rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the main, you wanted to go on your own first, remember to take photos or whatever. Yeah. So bearing in mind, this is at a time as well where I'm 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 also still not feeling a hundred percent about my. What I want to do with my life, but I know Seth loves photography, loves videography, and a little part of me gets a little bit jealous when he wants to go do it on his own. Because then I feel like I've got literally nothing to fall back on. Yeah,
1: but that's, that was even me stepping up. So like, I've always what not like I've tried to take that into consideration and involved you guys. Yeah. In whatever yeah. it is I do, so when I realized that actually wait, why would I want to go to like experience something like Sky Garden by myself? Mm. So I was like, no, forget that cancelled my ticket and rebooked them with the whole family yeah yeah which probably someone's listening to me should have done it in the first place but again I mean, yeah that's a story for another day but so we were running late that day yeah and because i was like so like fixated on like this is meant to be my day like, yeah this and is- now i've got you guys involved now you're making me run like run late yeah yeah and then i was just sitting in the living room complaining that we're late we're late we're late we're late and then long story short Scylla was getting herself ready Azaya ready and Micah ready both twins ready by herself while I, while I sat <laughs> in the yeah. living room moaning we're that we're, we're running late and then long story short we didn't end up making it no we,
0: we didn't run, make
1: it at all we didn't make it but like st- kind of straight almost instantly I kind of like was like what the like what
0: the hell <laughs> what was I thinking what,
1: what? how does it make sense like we're running late right? Which is one thing. Okay, cool. And I'm sat here moaning when she is getting three people ready. Herself and the twins. All I had to do was kind of walk in there and be like, cool, we're running late. What How can I, can I help? Adult? Like, let yeah. me, do you know what? You take Azaya, let me get Micah ready. Mm. Or furthermore, you go and get yourself ready. I'm already dressed, so let me get the twins ready. Yeah. And you go and get yourself ready. But that was at early stages where, like, as a, as a dad, I was still learning to kind of, and again, that's probably one of the hardest things to understand. Mm-hmm. Becoming a dad understanding that it's not just you like just because I'm dressed now mm-hmm. like before parenthood becoming a mum or dad yeah. once you're dressed you're done you're ready to go yeah. put your trainings on jump in the car and do what you need to do but it's different when you're a dad or mum yeah you're dressed it's yeah. like a quarter of the way like that's so yeah
0: yeah no it's true and but yeah I guess for me, I'm just glad we can say these stories and be really honest with everyone because I think, well, number one, people always say goals, goals because of Instagram or whatever. Mm. But to understand that, yeah, they see a, in quoted marks, a hands-on dad, but mm. it's taken a lot of work for us to actually even get to where we're at today. It wasn't like we just woke up and like, okay, yeah. this is what's going to happen. So yeah, it takes time, guys, if you're going through that. <laughs> um, So yeah, so then... So that was our situation but obviously throughout all of this you're still co-parenting and and you have your son um, Israel so what was it been what how has that been like for you co-parenting what has that journey been like and I guess as well from the male perspective because I guess we always hear it from the female's perspective I'm not even gonna lie before I met you that's all I knew and if I looked at our situation, I probably would have spoke negatively about you. It mm. wasn't until actually being in a scenario really understanding it for what it is and how things can happen that I understand even the male's perspective. So, yeah, what's your co-parenting journey been like? What's it? I guess summed up as well. I don't yeah, know, I mean, it yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been,
1: it's been long. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a journey. It's been a journey and it's still going on now. But I mean, it's still learning. Every day we're still learning, but i say so. It started off. It started off difficult. Yeah. But it started off difficult again. Going back to the beginning of this podcast where we started mm-hmm. because of fear. Yeah. Like, because yeah. I wasn't really ready to accept that I'm gonna be a father to someone that I'm not in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I was. I was so. T- I was terrified of that. And that, that be- that's because I was kind of like brought up around that. Yeah. Like so, my mum, She had two different partners as well. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: I kind of saw the pros and the cons of what that could kind of do to a family and if i'm being completely honest there's nothing wrong with it people make it work now but i kind of always took it um in my head back in my head kind of knew that i wanted to avoid it
0: yeah you don't want that yeah always
1: so like when it came down to like girlfriends and stuff i kind of i always did take that seriously
0: mm-hmm.
1: not really trying to run around and do whatever do whatever but having that in my head so as soon as that happened like i knew okay cool i want to be a step, like she, yeah. do you know what I mean? There's going to be step parents involved. Got, Someone's your, your going to be going to have a stepdad, of and it, straight really. away I was just terrified. So I was like, oh, like I tried to run away from that, 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 specific thing for as long as I possibly could. Mm. Um, and of course, the way things came about, of course, it wasn't the most. It was a bit hostile as well, obviously between my, myself and my ex. So that made it quite difficult. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, but I think so. There was a lot of emotions in the beginning. Yeah. that was kind of maybe affecting. The effectiveness of you guys is The actual importance of, yeah. of, of of my son. Do you yeah,
1: what I mean? yeah. And I think it wasn't only until I kind of had certain conversations with like my older sister, uh, my mum. Yeah. Who was like you know like coffee, which is my <laughs> African name. Everyone knows my name. Yeah. name. <laughs> coffee. Like you need to like listen. Forget all of these emotions. That like forget the past of what you guys went through. Israel was here, and he's the most important person in this situation. Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about what he needs. Yeah and think about how you can help that, you know, help your son. And I think it was only then, like, when I was like, you know what, it's, you know what, it is what it is, and it's so true. Like, you kind of forget, because you're in your emotions. You're just mm-hmm. acting on emotion. Yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe I, I wouldn't want to call him or call her to speak to him or got to, to arrange to go and see him, for example, because of the relationship that we have. Like, we weren't talking. Mm-hmm. So, to get around that, I would have to... Put my emotions aside, um, discuss, so I remember yeah. when we had a, a a frank conversation, we both had a conversation, and we both agreed to put our emotions aside completely mm-hmm. and focus on what's important, which was obviously looking after Israel mm-hmm. and raising this young king, yeah at that point, that's when things changed, yeah, yeah, we both were able to pick up the phone and call each other and speak not from emotion but from logic, yeah yeah, yeah, and since then it's been smooth sailing, yeah.
0: Yeah that makes sense. Yeah. And I think what I respect about both of you is you really have put your emotions aside and yeah. Israel is really in the middle of mm. all of this yeah. so much so that even me as I and Mike have now come into this. Yeah. And it's once again like you said there's been no issues yeah. because we all know that the goal here is these the well-being f- these of the kids. kids. Yeah exactly. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And it, and it's crazy because like so many I mean we'll save this for another time. We can do probably proper talking about co-parenting and stuff. But I've had so many people say to me, like, how do you do it? How do you guys do it? And I'm like, like I said, for us, it's not about us at all. It's not because if we could sit there, all three of us could write down loads of things that...
1: How how we make it work and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not about us. It's
0: not anything to do with us. It's all about the kids. And ultimately, they just need to see a good environment around them. And that's the main goal for us. Yeah. But no, and I and I think I have to say, like, I, one thing I really do appreciate you about is you've always brought me in every step of that co-parenting process. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times, especially before anything even happened, people was even putting doubt into me. Yeah. Until yeah. how this situation will end, because of past scenarios people have seen in other yeah, people's 100%. lives, even how I've
1: seen yeah. co-parenting take place. But that's why I approached it when I finally did in a, completely, a, different, different in a way. completely different way like I literally like tr- being transparent yeah on yeah. both sides with my wife and my son's mum yeah like yeah. everyone knows where my heart's at everyone knows I would like to think everyone knows where my, my mind's at yeah
0: yeah
1: Um, and having that open line of communication not only for yourself my wife yeah. and my son's mum is what's helped it get to where it's at now
0: yeah yeah i agree yeah. and i guess if anybody is also going through any co-parenting journeys and those types of things what would you say is obviously put your emotions aside is probably the biggest yeah. one but is there any other tips you would give to them to kind of help them and i guess probably even not i know you're a man but even from like the woman's perspective is there anything that like your son's mum did that was like you know that helped you even to kind of um, get through this journey and all that stuff
1: Apart from obviously for just trying to constantly remind yourself of why you're doing what it is you're doing, mm-hmm. so like for example, there'll be times where maybe she might message me and say, and it's, it's small, it's tiny things, but oh hi, Israel misses you really. Um, by the way, he's, he's he's asking for you right now. Yeah, can, can we Facetime? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Where whereas I definitely know there's there's relationships out there where they're not on that level, so they the mum might say yeah you'll see him on a weekend for example yeah yeah so she won't facetime you in that moment she'll mm-hmm. wait until it's your visitation for example mm-hmm. and then hand him over you take him and then you drop him up do you know what I mean so like yeah
0: yeah it's,
1: if you can have that open relationship where you do have that free, you don't have to be the best best of the friends no way but listen to the kid mm-hmm. and play and, and play on his emotions so if he's like if he's asking for mum be have have be open enough to ha- to be able to pick up the phone and say, "Hey, Israel misses you, by the way. F- yeah. Just thought I'd give you a quick call." I'm gonna pass the phone over to him. Yeah, that's yeah. helped because it's, it's by her doing that. It's really showing me that she really has like taken his interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as much as I have. Yeah, yeah So yeah, we're both yeah. on the same page. Yeah. Because if he came, if he was here visiting, and he's like, "I really miss mum." Like, can we call mum? I wouldn't be like, "No, no, no." It's it's, it's mum. It's dad time. Yeah, would i yeah. like, "Cool, yeah. Let's pick up the phone. Mom. Let's call mum. Yeah, mum." Israel messaged you like thought would just quickly FaceTime you then, do you know there's what I mean there's like a mutual respect yeah, him, and but, that but, helps 100% yeah no that's so true so I think if you can if you can work towards that because I know it's not going to be easy in some, some situations mm-hmm. like there's a reason why your co- your co-parents and they're not actual parents there must have been a breakdown in in a relationship so they may, it may still be quite hostile it may still be quite sour yeah so, but over time if you can work towards getting to that to the same page yeah yeah things will be uh, ideally be kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and
0: I think the biggest thing is that it takes time it and it's a process. It takes time. And even as we're talking about our own journey, we've had hiccups along the 100%. way as well. Yeah. And that will happen. And we're still going to have them, the Yeah, thing. yeah. And it's just understanding that that will happen but when it happens. Like you said, remember what the why is yeah. and carry on going. Okay, and then I guess back to me and you. So obviously we're married. We got married in September for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Um, and I guess... I, well for us well, we lived together quite early on but um, the twins were there too obviously but how do you feel like the twins has affected us in our relationship our marriage
1: um I think it's definitely strengthened us yeah yeah, definitely strengthened us because like I'm sure parents listening right now like it's, it's hard to basically maintain the level of attention you maybe used, you're used to having from your spouse
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: before being a mum or dad yeah yeah. having children around especially
0: on the mum level because I feel like when they have a newborn yeah not going to lie we kind of forget about dad a little bit yeah yeah we just focus on the baby so
1: so like but we have really I feel like we've done really well to like and this is what I love this is what I love this this platform mum's like me like it's you obviously once you found your, your feet and kind of found acknowledge the spiral kind of thing that you know what you were, what you were facing and what a lot of mums and even men face as well yeah like the importance of not forgetting who you were yeah or who you even are not yeah. even who you were who you are who you are don't forget yeah. that you are Silla Crystal for example yeah you know, you are you are Priscilla <laughs> Like you, yeah. yes you are a mum but you are you are you yeah I'm and you have Cilla your needs first. Yeah, you yeah. Mean, you're, is that, yeah you're Silla first and Scylla and has her needs mum has her needs Scylla has her needs yeah yeah and a lot of people maybe just say you know, once they become a mum or or dad, that's they are mum
0: mm. or
1: I'm dad now. Yeah, I, I I know I used to hang around with so and so, but I don't do it anymore because I'm a yeah. dad.
0: Or we or even like in terms of like a couple, like we used to do this, but yeah, now exactly. we're parents. Now. Exactly.
1: Oh yeah, we used to go out for drinks on a Friday, but we don't do it anymore. Yeah. But like yeah. if you, don't get me wrong, I just I know there's situations where you may, you may not have like help around, you don't have family around, so it's yeah, easy to get yeah, around. yeah, it's true. But like for us we've never made it an excuse to not resume how our relationship was yeah yeah like every single time we get a chance we would go out on a date yeah if we yeah. can't go out we'd have date night at, at home
0: yeah yeah exactly, exactly. do you know what i mean
1: and, and i think it's taking time again it's taking time now because i remember those times where we're like weeks months would go past and we haven't had a date
0: yeah, yeah. we haven't
1: like done anything romantic and it's like sometimes wait, it'd be like
0: on? a week would go past i feel like yeah, I mean, kiss this week. Yeah. Or not like, but not kiss. Yeah, but I might yeah, say yeah. like peck on the cheek when you're leaving the yeah. house, but that's about it. And then it'll be like, oh, God. Like, it just yeah. it, it runs away with you a little bit, you don't doesn't realize
1: it? realise how quick time flies. Very like, operational yeah, when you're parents. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Especially when you have a kind of routine going on. Yeah, yeah. So, like, being able to acknowledge that, like you said, like, this, I guess in the early stages, it might have been longer than a week.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can let things slide yeah. as well because it is new longer and you're adjusting. A, week, a few
1: weeks, whatever it may be. And then as you get, more adverse to like acknowledging. Oh, my, hold on, we're slipping. Hold on, we're slipping. Let's mm-hmm. let's have a cat Like I'm, when I get home tonight from work, let's let's sit down, let's have a chat. Let's like, you know get back on track. Basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's been helpful, and I think it's been good. I think I, I've like, as of recently, especially during lockdown. Yeah, yeah, we've like, had fun. It, we've had, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been so much fun.
0: It has, and I think the well, the blessing for me, anyway, is that we we were friends, but I feel like. Like you're saying, having that open line of communication yeah. has been good because it does mean when there's an issue, mm. we can address it and hopefully move forward from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably the biggest things out of couples because, like you said, it gets operational. And because it is operational, you're still kind of talking to each other, but, but not it's not real that. talking. Yeah, you're just, you're just
1: functioning. Mm. Yeah. Like, have yeah. the, the boys barfed? No, all right, could you ask them? All right, come on, bath them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and There's I thought, like when,
0: when the kids are even doing cute stuff, you're all laughing. So you think it's all... Yeah. Like, everyone's all f- having fun and stuff, but then the kids go to bed and it's like, oh, okay. What back. should we do now, bedtime? Or? <laughs> it's just me and you now, isn't it? But no, yeah. So I guess, basically, the reason why I wanted to even bring that up is just to remind couples and stuff, just don't forget you two. Because ultimately... Yeah the love that you two had is what brought your children into this world correct yeah yeah, so don't forget that I guess isn't it that's so
1: important so important and again that's been a journey for us yeah yeah it has I'm has. I'm, I'm happy with the progress that we've definitely made
0: yeah it has it has okay so let's start to wrap this up now okay um What would you say is one thing you would go back and tell pre dad Cess about Fatherhood? It's funny because we was actually watching a live even before before. we started recording this and you was even like, oh, there's nothing I would actually say. No, genuinely.
1: So to that question, I don't I honestly don't think there's anything.
0: Okay, maybe what has Fatherhood taught you? Has it taught Um, you something then?
1: I'd say if it's taught me anything, I'd say it's taught me that I'm a I am capable of doing a lot more than I give myself credit for. Oh, I love that. I'd say. Yeah. I'd say that one hundred percent. I agree as well. And I think and I, I don't think I think I'm um, I think it's beautiful in the sense that I don't think I'm probably the only person that can say that. Yeah. I think I agree. all parents. I agree. That are now parents and before prior to parents mm-hmm. being a parent, I don't think you would have been. That confidence, like, yeah, I could, I can, I'm gonna walk through parenthood or whatever it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ace it. Nah, no. you don't realize. Like, you're yeah, to you'd yeah. always doubt. Oh, like, oh, I'm gonna be a mum Like having that. And then like now, look at you. Yeah. Like yeah. you're functioning. Some people, like you're just, you're doing it. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you uh, did that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I think that's if it's taught me anything, it's that. Um But if I could say, if I could tell my pre-dad anything, it would be things are gonna be alright. Yeah things will be alright like things like you wake up one day and like you've just gone through a big hurdle and you've got through it and you're thinking thank god alright cool let's crack on with life and then straight away you're hit with another hurdle yeah yeah. but one thing that, again that's what, um, what fatherhood has taught me is that every single hurdle you meet you've kind of been put there on purpose Yeah, yeah so don't run away from it
0: mm-hmm.
1: face it like f- head, on. head on, yeah, and no matter how hard it looks, like you will kind of find a way around it. Yeah, it's very like it's philosophical, like it's like, ha- well, how ha- like not knowing the answers is the an yeah. annoying thing, but
0: it's like, like, this happened to me, there's no way through yeah, it, yeah, like, but there just is... keep working at it, yeah, yeah, no. and
1: you will get through it.
0: And I feel like that's what I just love about you. And I, I feel like even if you was not my husband, I'd have to get you on here because I just yeah. feel like I just love how. Like you said, like I feel like watching you go from a man into a dad has actually been amazing. Because I've seen mm. you, like you said, you learning. I can actually do anything. Yeah. I will get through anything. Yeah. Like actually being able to say those things. And I think... I mean you don't push it enough on your socials, but as as we're here on the podcast, <laughs> and you guys are hearing him now, he needs to do more of this, he has to share his story more because honestly
1: i find it I find it hard though because I 'm still learning myself
0: you do are, I mean? but we all are so mm. you just like you just help people with how far you've come, really isn't it I guess. yeah yeah true but um yeah, no honestly you're amazing, but um thank you to wrap up every podcast, I usually ask the mums these two questions, so today i'm going to ask you these two questions okay. So, I guess you kind of answered
1: one other one a little bit, but what does fatherhood mean to you? Oh, um, fatherhood means to me. Um, so, I guess again, going back to how I was raised, it means being a provider, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like being the one to kind of have the answers. This is what I, I had a conversation with you the other day. Yeah, yeah. Like when I don't have the answers for some things, I feel a I feel type of way I'm like, I should know. How I'm going to get my family through this hurdle. And when I don't know, it's quite scary.
0: But then, like, one thing to say is no one really does know, do they? You just got to have, like, the determination and stuff to be able to actually want to get through it, but don't beat yourself up if you don't know it. Yeah. And I guess that's a good thing as well, because I think maybe even men, you feel like you should know it, but we're a team here. If you yeah, don't yeah, know yeah. It, I might know it. That's the thing. And if I don't and that's know the not of it. That's Let's try the and work out together.
1: Exactly. That's the beauty about having a partner. Yeah. yeah. Um. But other thing I'd say is fatherhood, for me, is being present. Yeah. Like again, going back to even what I just said, being the provider. Mm-hmm. It's taught me that it's not always the case. Like you don't. Like you can be. Yeah. You, it's important for you to be the provider and be the backbone and be the head mm-hmm. of the family. But if that means taking you away from your family and not being there for the small things. It's not. Worth it's, it. I don't personally feel like I could be wrong. There's so many people that I've met in like my corporate world
0: mm-hmm.
1: that live in the office, mm-hmm. and it's baffled me. Like it's confused me. Yeah. But yeah. for them, it's like, well, I'm setting them up for so when they're 18, they can be, they can go and buy a house, and they can go to this, and they can do that. I'm like, that's great, <laughs> but I'm sure
0: they'll
1: prefer you. I'm sure, but there's, not even they prefer you, I'm sure there's ways to try and get a balance, mm-hmm. right, where you can be present for your, for your kids, because, like, if 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 you could communicate to them and say, oh, I'm not going to be present at, on, on this day and miss your first steps, for example, because I'm not going to be at work providing for the family, mm-hmm. if the kid can talk, they'll be like, F that <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I want you come here walk, come mate. and watch me walk do you know what <laughs> I mean and, and growing and growing in this role of a of dad mm-hmm. has definitely shown me that like especially lockdown mm-hmm. like the boys just like grandma, bought them, bought, yeah, so gra- close, grandma, grandma bought them yeah grandma today brought them new shirts yeah and the first thing they did was run to me and show me that got me crying now Jesus
0: Aww, I love this you see Jesus this Christ. is my second guest that's crying on the episode you've you got people
1: crying on here Jesus Christ oh I love
0: you love you that's sad.
1: Aww. That is sad. But, um, yeah.
0: Aww. No, but it, honestly, it's true. It's like, as a mum, obviously, you want your kids to love you, and they do. They they love their parents equally. But there is something amazing about seeing, especially a boy, like a son and dad. No, literally, relationship. literally. As soon as
1: he, got, he, saw, he saw the shirt, the first thing he did, both of them ran to they me. To, rantier, to they ran to you. Just to show me the shirt.
0: Because their dad's a fashion influenza. <laughs> We've got to show him the fashion. So it's
1: like, just just being present. Um, got me crying and stuff. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's that's. I think that's definitely one of the most important things for me. Just being there, yeah, whenever you can. It's not always about being at work or being at some meeting or whatever it is. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you try your best, honestly. No one can knock you for that. You try your best. So well done. Thank you. Um, making me sad seeing you cry. Not sad, as I know these are happy tears. Yeah, no, definitely happy tears. It warms my heart. Was expecting this. I was. This is... Every person that comes on here, beware. Because I I love the tears. I love the emotions. (laughs) So I'm just happy to see the tears. Um, Okay, And then this this will cheer you up a bit more. Well, not cheer you up, but make you smile. So obviously you already know your wife is queen of self-care. Yes. So if you had the day... And by the way, that's another thing. I am all about taking time out for myself. Yeah. But I think it's also very important that Seth takes time out for himself. Yeah. as a dad as well, because we both need to go get better, refresh, recuperate and come back. So we're even better when we come back yeah. together. So, yes, yeah, so if you had the whole day to yourself, how are you spending it?
1: Um, if I had the whole day to myself, how am I spending it? If I could do anything, like not nothing major, but I would probably go on a holiday for the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: so, somewhere obviously close. Claire said, "She said she goes to Paris." Yeah. I was going to say Paris, but I've never, I've I've never been Paris, and I don't know why I've never wanted, I've never wanted to go Paris. Yeah. But anyway, long story short, I'll probably choose somewhere. Yeah. I could take my camera, no luggage, no nothing, just me, my camera, and a random location, and just explore it. Yeah. Yeah. Take some cool pictures, like street photography. Pictures of like portraits of random people in a a whole new environment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: And then come home and then share that experience. Wait, I
0: think you've missed something. I'm sure you probably stop up and get some shisha somewhere. Oh, okay. well, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> while you look through the camera. Do you know what? <laughs> look at the. That goes without saying,
1: though. I need to get a pipe. To be fair, I need to get a shisha pipe. You do. If anyone knows do. where I can get a good one, let me know, please.
0: Yeah, does shisha king over here? I do love shisha. No, that does sound. I mean, well, obviously, I know you, so I know that sounds like the perfect day. That would, yeah, that would be, you. that would be quite cool. Yeah, that that does sound cool. To be fair. Maybe we can get the grandma's look after as I'm join that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so, Cess, where can everybody find you on the socials?
1: Um, So, I mainly use Instagram, and that's at Cess Adjimang. Yeah. S-E-S-A-G-Y-E-M-A-N-G. Um, and obviously, we've got this family YouTube. Yeah. we
0: got family YouTube, meet the BAs. Yeah, got family Instagram, meet the BAs. Oh, well, and obviously you've got photography page yeah. you're a photographer, videographer
1: correct so obviously if you don't already follow over socials at Creates UK um, that's the agency obviously that we run together Yeah. Um, but if you want to find out a bit, a bit more about myself and my personal work that's Snaps by SES that's Snaps S-N-A-P-S <laughs> by <CES>.
0: SES S-E-S <laughs> so yeah Okay, well, as you guys already know, I'm going to write in the description anyway. But um, thank you, thank you again, for joining me. Next time, bring tissues. I know, I didn't bring any tissues, I'm sorry. I never usually have the guests in the room with me like this, this is the first, so I'm not prepared. No, but
1: but thank you for having me on this. I've, I've enjoyed it.
0: A big thank you to Cess again for joining me on the podcast. I know this is the first time he's really spoke about in depth his fatherhood journey. So I really do appreciate that he allowed my podcast to be the platform that he opened up on. So yeah, thank you again. Um, a few things that I wanted to highlight was that firstly, when Seth said he first found out he was going to be a dad and the fact that he was running away from it and he was trying to not talk about the situation and all those things. It just really honed into me how different men and women can be of communicating and something that as men and women we should always remember when we're communicating with each other that we do deal with things differently and we should try to be considerate in those cases so for example for me specifically when we have situations, because he does need space and I like to talk, we find a compromise where I let him have a space for a small amount of time, but then we have to talk about it. So yeah, so just wanted to point that out. Also, another thing was when we spoke about how when I felt like I lost my identity and he felt like he was flourishing in his passions, but he felt like he wasn't getting 100% from me. And the reason why I wanted to highlight that was because that was because I didn't love myself enough at those times and that saying it, you can't fully love someone until you love yourself is so true because although I was giving him a certain amount of love, even he could feel that there was a block and because, and it's because I didn't feel worthy in myself that I wasn't giving him the praise and the love and affection that he deserves. So yes, yeah, so it's just to remember because I think sometimes when we have issues with self-love we think it's affecting just us but that just shows that someone so close to me was affecting him, and I didn't think it was I thought I was hiding it so we do really need to remember that to focus on ourselves as well and love ourselves as well so that we can give all the people around us the best love that they deserve Thank you again for listening and to keep up to date, follow at Mums that Me on Instagram or you can follow my personal page at Silla Crystal.